This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, the burdens a great wizard such as myself must bear low. But we do all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep things like, oh, I don't know, being responsible for the loss of your fellow wizard's immortality all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. Going to therapy has taught me that I don't have to react to every emotion I feel, even though those emotions are valid. Sometimes taking a moment is all you need to respond in a way that's truer to your values. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot slash magic. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The following podcast is not real, but it is really sponsored by Field Notes Brand, USA-made memo books and other products, including seasonal limited editions. Visit fieldnotesbrand.com or 400 North May. Hello from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you haven't listened before, this is basically what's going on. A while back, a few months back, I fell through a magical schism behind Burger King into the magical land of Foon. I'm still getting a slight Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King, I think, through the dimensional portal. And I'm using that to upload a weekly podcast that I do here in the Vermilion Minotaur, a tavern in the town of Hogsface in the magical land of Foon. As always, I am joined by my boon companions, my dear friends, Shunt the Talking Badger. Hello. With two buttholes, permanently. Two. Don't rub it in. I trying to sleep with an elf now get that sweet sweet three butthole triangle Working your way up to that yeah. third butthole and usador the blue i am usador wizard of the 12th realm of ephesius master of light and shadow manipulator of magical delights devourer of chaos champion of the great halls of turrocus the elves know me as fianyalak the dwarves know me as zodin and hookstangis and i am known in the northeast as gasmuanius maystar and there may be other secret names you do not know yet is everything okay arnie what's that is everything okay what yes you what's... missed something Oh, Hoobastank. Yeah, are you all right? I I don't know. I uh, are you missing Sarah and I am missing I'm missing my wife and child back on Earth. Do, I Do you remember your child's name? Wasn't it nice yeah. to get my name clean though for a change? Oh, it's great. Yes. You know what? You know what really though? I, you know what I was thinking about though. Really. Uh, the thing that distracted me from saying Hoobastank is that your your elvish name sounds like feline zealot, which is. 
which is like a cat, and it's a Woody Allen movie. I, I don't want to explain Earth stuff. I have I have a request for a future episode. Mm-hmm. I want to do an Earth stuff episode. An Earth stuff? You know, Earth stuff is not that interesting. But we would be so fascinated. I would love to, because because here's something. I don't know if you know you're doing this, but I'm gonna call you on your bullshit. You just said that sounds like Feline Zelig, and then you said that's a Woody Allen movie, and then as soon as you drop that bomb, you say, I don't want to talk about Earth stuff. Do you know what a fucking dick tease you're being? Okay, fine. We will do an Earth stuff Thank episode. You. Thank you. Wonderful. I want to uh, know what a Woody Allen is. But the, yes. people, the people on Earth are going to be so bored by it, because they already know about Earth stuff. But we have so many questions for you. They'll be able to experience it through our eyes. It'll be fresh to them. As if the world is a newborn babe and they are experiencing it for the first time. I guess so. But anyway, speaking of your elvish name, uh, we have uh, two guests. One of them is half elvish. It's Otak Barleyfoot, the owner and proprietor of the Vermilion Minotaur. That's right. Uh, happy to be back on the program. Hello. Uh, Otak. Sure. Love the Vermilion Minotaur. Uh, also, I'm so happy that you're a sponsor of this podcast. Well, I appreciate being able to get my name out there. It hasn't really um, brought yeah. in a single worthwhile Yeah, anything. I know. Well, that, no that's customer. a problem. I think all the listeners are in my dimension, Earth. But as soon as people on Earth find a way to get here, you are going to be the most... This is going to be the first place people are going to stop. stop. They're going to want Vermilion Minotaur t-shirts. They're going to want to get drinks here. Spice potatoes. They're, going to, they're probably not going to want the spice potatoes because that doesn't really appeal to an Earth palate. Well, I, I mean, it appeals to most palates. Sure. Uh, but we're also joined by another pe- pers- a person that works for you here at the Vermilion Minotaur, uh, Blemish. My name is Blemish. <laughs> I've worked at the Vermilion Minotaur all my life. My father worked at the Vermilion Minotaur and his father before him. It's true. Wow. It's true. Yeah. Um, his father worked for my father and his uh, grandfather worked for my grandfather. My father was named Bumble. My grandfather was named Bumble. Bimbo. Bimbo. All have served at the feet of Otok. Oh, well, I would not the feet. I mean, it's just at the barley feet. Are they going to be sitting here the whole time? Are they going to bring us something to eat? Usador, there are guests. So I know you're used to them sort of serving us. I've cleared your tables many times, zone and hoogstangies. Oh, my dwarfish name. I am half dwarf. Oh. I thought your name was Boy. I have always answered to Boy. I have answered to many a thing in the Vermilion Minotaur. Ah. Many people call me many things. Some call me nothing at all. To each I answer with the utmost courtesy, speed, and respect. Yeah. Yeah, blemish attention and blemish. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's just, this is the thing he does. He's just kidding around. All of your drinks have been served. All of your meals have been carefully prepared. I, and I thank you greatly for this. All of your dishes cleaned. Huh? All by blemish. Blemish has seen all. Blemish has heard all. Blemish has cooked all. Okay, Blemish. Oh, you make the spiced potatoes here? Whose family developed the spiced potato recipe? (laughs) Well, I mean, the barley feet. uh, In collaboration with? Well, sure. Bumble and and Bimbo helped along the way. Things have it. My grandfather Bimbo's recipe. Rawest potato. Oh, no. Don't wash any of the dirt. Off. Actually, can I ask for some? I, I I love when Usador goes into his chef cadence. Could, could we do a quick segment? Could you tell us your recipe for rooster feet? Just like real quick, your recipe oh. for rooster feet. Yes. Well, uh, you find the oh, no. youngest, most supple roosters. Chop off their feet while they're still alive. 
those feet, dip them in boiling oil, and then cover them in a little dash of sage until they're crisp and crackly on the outside, and then you can just crack them open and suck the sweet meats from inside. Can I get two orders of uh, rooster feet blemish? Of course. Thank you. Chop, chop. Thank you, boy. Well, well, guys, right. guys, stop sending yeah. our guest away. Don't go. Oh, right. No. I'm so sorry. It's just habit. It's no, just, it's all right. So Blemish sorry. loves his job. Okay. Well, He's while, while we it. wait for Blemish to get the rooster feet, Otak, how have you been? Uh, I've been, you know, I've been all right. Uh, it's been a tough few weeks. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of mishaps here at the Vermilion Minotaur. We're under a lot of construction right now, as you know. We yeah. had to have another march. Yeah. Collecting. I, I, I have to feel like we're money? a little responsible for... Uh, I think you're a lot responsible, Arnie. Well, I mean, it's not really our fault that Crom the Barbarian... We had a guest on Crom the Barbarian. Yeah, well, you incite a barbarian, and what happens? And he did destroy a lot of the bar, and did kill kind of a lot of people. And he I, learned a lot about himself. He and did. it was kind of worth it for that. And I just I want to let you know, Otek, I'm so sorry that I got you caught up in this, and this week's open mic and this week's uh, chunts night... Um, all the proceeds will go to to you know the repairs, and I just want to do some hundred percent. Absolutely, I just want to do some goodwill chanting, you know. Oh, oh Booster's mm. feet for all. Oh, bland. Yeah, oh, thank you, you really just thank kind you. of appear out of nowhere when you. Thank you, boy. I appreciate Arnold that you have learned Sorry. my name, Blemish. For lo, these many months you have referred to me as nothing at all, and soon more than Arnie will know the name of Blemish. All in the land of Foon, all will know the name Blemish. It's true. Uh, Blemish is going to be performing at Chunt Night. Oh, yeah. oh, what's your right. talent? So. Angry song. Oh, wow, I would love Can to we hear one. I would love to hear an angry song. Yeah, he then come to Chunt's Night. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. All right. He usually takes like a rumor he's heard and then he uses that as inspiration. Sometimes it's just verbatim into mm. the song, but he usually uses that as a. One time he sang about Arnie, a rumor he heard oh. about Arnie. Mm, yeah. Oh, Blemish, I, I would like a mead and a rumor, please. I came prepared with the meat already. Oh, wow. thank you. Wow. There you go. That is a thank good barnish. The rumor is that a darkness awakes. Oh, did uh, you know that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know. I already knew that. The you veins, Blemish, the veins in your temples are like constantly just sort of throbbing. Is that... How about this rumor, Zonin? The darkness envelops you. Me in particular? You. Ah, well, that doesn't sound right. I have spoken and heard from many who have traveled through Hogsface to lands greater, cities wider, and more glorious. Well, I've traveled all over food myself, too, as well. I have snuck into the rooms of many a guest. Blemish. I have heard their snores. I have listened to their whispers. Blemish, I have stood outside as they defecated standing up. Arnie. Oh, I did okay. that Arnie. once. I did that uh, twice. Yes. I did that two I times. Asked you to do that. But blemish, please. You know, don't be such a. The darkness will envelop you, Zonin. Hoogstangies. Ooh, this is a, this is a dark portent. What could it mean? Could it mean that my powers of light and shadow shall be overcome by the shadow, or that the Dark Lord himself shall cast some pall upon me? Why don't you scrape the bottom of the river and find out? Hey, watch your tongue! Whoa! I made that into a positive thing. What? Take it back. In the dwarvish community, you will always be the scraper of the bottom of the river. Some of the dwarves love me. Look, guys, look, look, Blemish is in charge of a lot of the food that we eat. Let's not... Can I tell you something that happened to me? This is like a month and a half ago. Uh, I was asleep in my home, 
and I woke up and standing over my bed in like an open mouth silent scream was blemish just standing over my bed looking at me his mouth wide open and as he was doing like a silent scream a cat crawled out of his mouth what blemish I was feeding on your night breath what is what? See, Come that's on, it. Don't be, I'm not sure that's is, a thing. I didn't you say know? anything because I don't want to embarrass him. Like I want to be respectful. Right. You know, right. he's going through a phase. Blemish. I mean, I've known him since he was a little guy. Uh-huh. Uh, but really, he's a slap nuts at heart, right, Blemish? <laughs> we have a good time here, Otak, my master. <laughs> Your <laughs> master. Say, oh, he's just this affectionate thing. We're we're buddies. Oh, Otak, I just hmm. returned yesterday from the mines of Krelvad. Yeah. Out of here. Yes, it's very true. And there, I did speak to some dwarves who hold me in high regard, and they have heard word that Activia was there not too long ago. Activia? Activia is is Otok's daughter that has been missing for some time. So do not think for a moment, Otok, that while I do seek to defeat the Dark Lord and I use my great prowess as one of the most... Powerful wizards in all of Foon that I have forgotten about Activia. Yea, my airy waking moment is consumed by it, and when I travel to any town, I do ask for her, and I do find out all the bits of information that mm-hmm. I can. They said that they saw her heading. I also posted a like a missing persons on Smeg's list. So Thank you, Smeg Sean. Now that seems useful. Yeah. But Fianiel, did you? I mean, did you track down this rumor? Did you do? Did you follow up? Oh, no, I came back here expecting the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to head north tomorrow, though. Tomorrow. I Back to the mines and straight north till I find her. Yeah, Otak, as a fellow father who is, uh, you know, distanced Aban- from... Right. I did not abandon right, my daughter, but, but as someone left, who... She left me, you left her. I did, well, yeah, I mean, in both of our cases, circumstances have uh, kept us apart from our family. Fair. Um, I, you know, I really hope that you find Activia. I, I feel your fatherly pain. And if there's anything I can do to help that that doesn't require me to leave Hogsface, because I do need, you know, to do this podcast. Need? Well? <laughs> is need the right word? Well, I spend a lot of the week trying to upload the podcast. It fails. Trying to upload the podcast. It fails. I mean, there's a lot of technical We don't issues. want to hear about Earth stuff. Yeah, but I don't want to talk about Earth I stuff. am sort of curious about how he spends the rest of his week, though. I mean, you know, I walk around, I uh-huh. drink. I've been. I, I he actually, certainly doesn't help that around here. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm. Uh, I, you know, Arnie, if you really want to help, um, actually, Blemish and I are doing another um, uh, night search. Oh. We uh, search the forest. Yeah. Well, I know I wasn't a great help during the last night search, but I tried. No, you turned almost immediately around. Um, it was just because so someone whistled. Well, you. I, I, it was a very powerful whistle, and I thought that it was the falsetto marauders, who I've been told were very dangerous. They don't whistle. It's more of like a... You, you could also help out by coming to... You still haven't been to a chunts night. Yeah, I don't see that. Maybe come that. and talk about Woody Allen? Woody no, Allen? it's not. No. If you care to follow half a dwarf through McShingleshane Forest, your eyes will be opened to the deepest, darkest secrets that the natural world of Foon cannot open. There it is. There it is. Another cat. Whoa. A cat just crawled out of his <laughs> mouth. Whoa. Did you see that? Get Did everyone see that? Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. What is that doing in there? There is a rumor that he who speaks with cats will rise to the highest heights. He who speaks with cats will rise to the highest heights. Sounds like a prophecy. 
I, I, Ru- there is very little difference between rumor and prophecy. Is it perhaps that you've misinterpreted this prophecy that he who speaks with cats would speak to a cat and not actually eject a cat from the mouth with? as speech? Yeah. <laughs> Blemish. You know, I've heard... <laughs> oh. oh, he's swallowing it back oh. down. Why is he swallowing it back down? Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> oh. I want to back up a bit. You said uh, that uh, Arnold should follow a half-dwarf? Yes, I am. Where are you going to find... Oh, someone who is half-dwarvish. Yay. I thought you meant half of a dwarf. Like it had gotten bisected and it was still alive somehow and he was supposed to follow it. The bisected dwarf is a very powerful legend. Oh, the legend of the bisected dwarf? On Earth, do you have bisectuals? People are bisected? No, we don't have bisexuals. Oh, that's a, it's a, not a common thing, but it's every once in a while you see yeah, a, a bisexual. Everybody's family has yeah. one, probably. <laughs> sure. The bisexual dwarf was born that way, out of legend born. Uh-huh. It's more of a nursery rhyme. A lot of times in like... It's uh, a nursery, could I hear the rhyme? Oh, um, it's gonna bring back some memories. Blemish, would you? Can you do the high part and I'll do the low? Mm-hmm. Came through the meadow glen, and when he saw the baby, he crept around again. We shouldn't talk to him, that's right. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like. What? Well, anyway, there's about 15 more verses. Wow. It is a legend, not a nursery rhyme. Uh, Blemish, I I have a question for you. Uh, You seem very uh, tense and unhappy. uh, Why would I seem anything but happy? My life of servitude and the servitude of all who have come before me is the greatest honor I can aspire to. I have a wonderful Cleaning the, ur- the urine holes in the vermilion minotaur and polishing the barleywood roots is the greatest dream that a half-dwarf could ever aspire to. That's I am I living my highest ideals. I think you're living a bit above your station, frankly. <laughs> yeah, His well, fists are clenched so tight they're dripping blood. Oh. But let's do something fun. I think we should... I think we... Tonight, for blemish, we should serve him. We should all go to the bar yeah. and make him something to eat and get him something to drink. What do you say? What do you say? Yeah, what do you want, right. blemish? I'll grab you something. I would like each of your hearts filleted and sautéed and served to me in a stack on a platter. How about just like a rainbow bowl or something? Yeah. Get over here, you knucklehead! <laughs> oh, he's being, a, he's being a slap nuts. He's being a slap uh, nuts. I've slapped all of your nuts, what? and soon I will slap even more. Oh, he says right, goofy let's... shit like that all the time. <laughs> Can't tell if he's joking or not. Come on, boy. Hey, I don't think he is. No, hey, let's he's take a, joking. Let's, let's take a quick break, um, and uh, and we'll... Hey, Arnie. Yeah? Just slap your nuts. <laughs> slap his nuts. Slap Guys, nuts. let's not start to slap nuts. All right, let's take a quick break. Seven dragons and a baby is always a it's always a good hit. Let's do it. Seven dragons and a baby sitting in their nest. The baby dances round the dragons while they take their rest. The baby understands that danger knows he must be careful. And if he is successful, then the dragons make him waffles. Seven dragons and a baby marching on the town. The villagers are fearful, but the baby calms them down. He explains to them he understands that dragons can be awful. But if they want some breakfast, yes, the dragons make them waffles. 
Seven dragons and a baby sitting on their thrones. The empty room before them filled with bags and skulls and bones. A townsman stands before them and insists this is unlawful. The dragons kill the townsman and the baby makes them waffles. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. And we're back. And here, uh, round of spiced potatoes for everybody, which oh. I went and got myself. Oh, thank you thank so you, much. Thank you, Alamesh, please. Mm. The tables have turned, and they will turn once more. Yes, you'll go back to doing your regular job. Yes, the tables will turn. You're again. right, yeah. yeah. As soon as this podcast is over, actually, because mm. mm. we've got a urine hole that I was just in, and it's really <laughs> disgusting. Oh. Oh. Okay. All right, come on. How do you fit so many cats inside of you? Blemish, can I just put it out on the table? I hope this isn't too forward of, of a question. Are you e- evil? Great question. I serve at the Vermilion Minotaur. My family, my father, and his father before him have served the Barley Feet. You serve anyone else? Whoa, the cat that jumped out of his mouth just caught on fire. What? <gasps> hey, can we get that out of here? No! Get that out of here. The we sign of the Dark Lord! Oh, oh he just walked by a candle. That's oh, all. Oh, oh. Look, I don't want to speak for Blemish, but he's just—he's just a mixed-up kid. All right, I mean, he's not evil. I mean, the potential. He's for really evil. just staring <laughs> here's, at us. Here's here's how you know. Here's a little test. Okay, so Blemish, you, you're, you're in the forest, and uh, you come upon a child, and the child looks like it's—it's it's dying. You know, do you help the child, or do you keep walking? Is there a third option? Uh, I guess you could kill the child. To hasten the death, which I guess is a mercy of some sort. My fourth option would be kill the child and wear its skin. 
I think you <laughs> failed that test. No, Why didn't you just say that as the third option? Yeah. Why did you make me have a third option? Oh, that is terrible. It's his sense of humor. <laughs> okay, I see. Dark, uh, dark, dark jokes. Just yeah. you know, Sean, you used to work here. You worked with Blemish back I'm in the kitchen. I'm familiar with his. Yeah, I, that's. I always ask to not work the same shift as Blemish. He <laughs> makes me right. a little uncomfortable, but yeah, he's that's a sweet right. guy. I'll make all of you uncomfortable in time. I think that time is now. You know, the potential for evil exists within all of us. Uh, perhaps Blemish is just exploring this dark side of himself and should come out on the other end a better man for it. His penis has been out the whole time. Wow! I just looked down. Oh, Blemish, no. we talked about this. Blemish. Tonight as you your sleep, last zone employee and... review, we said... Keep it inside your roblets. These roblets cannot contain me any longer. Just as the Vermilion Minotaur can no longer contain Blemish. Blemish's rise will be swift. Blemish's justice will be brutal. Blemish's power will be unbridled. Wait, what are you going to do? You said you were going to do something to me tonight. You didn't finish that thought. I will open my roblets. Uh, Get back. As you get sleep, Zonin. You're going to go to my house at the top of the hill? You will wake with my penis on your pillow. I, I, don't, I don't know if he should be no, serving food. He shouldn't food. be saying this. In a no. He should not be working with food. Also, Just I'm joking. <laughs> Come see me. Come see me a chance night. Come see me a chance night. He's He's dark, dark humor. <laughs> dwarven humor escapes me. Well, Otak, thank you so much for sponsoring the podcast. Absolutely. Still looking for some return on that. Yeah, and that, that'll absolutely happen. Because um, you're still staying in... One of our best rooms. So. I know. I know. It's great. And I would just like to say to all of our listeners, the best room in the Vermilion Minotaur is great. If you come here, you're going to want to stay here. And uh, the service is a little spotty. Well, Arnie, can I just say again that you can you can empty your own piss pot? I just uh, wanted to I, oh, I drop some hints. but Oh, I'm sorry. It's always full to the brim. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Every I guess, morning. Uh, I guess in my world, I'm just used to. We don't oh, want to hear about your room. Okay. Uh, and blemish you seem to be really on edge today are you have you been suggesting that you're like giving you like your two weeks notice or something I, i'm not really sure i have never been happier to serve at the vermilion minotaur it has been a great honor to share this table with you all to speak and to have my name spoken Aww. soon more will speak my name more will know me by face and sight but for now i return to the kitchen and to arnie's piss pot the pleasure was ours, boy. Yeah, see, he's kind of sweet. Yeah, okay. Thanks. Yeah, so Thanks. get your uniform back on and uh, clean that urine hole. Back into my folds. Oh, oof. Oh, talk. We should compare notes about activity. Oh, I would, I would like that. Yeah, and if anyone out there has any word about Activia Barleyfoot uh, or where she is, send word to us here. At the Vermilion Minotaur, so we can help help Otak out. Yeah, and any you can join a night search. Mm-hmm. Um, Blemish is leading some other different parties out on Sundays. I guess I'll say it since you never say it. And is, is Sarah, if you're out there, Yo, oh yeah, yeah, oh of course. If my wife, you Sarah just seem is, overly eager to help Otak, and it seemed like you forgot to mention your wife and kid. No, no, of course. I think it, I think it, like it goes without saying. Gotcha. If my okay, wife cool. is listening to this podcast, which I can only imagine that she isn't because otherwise I would have gotten she would have emailed us at magic tavern at puppies.supplies, which is how you get in contact with us here at the podcast. Can I just ask you guys one more question before we end? Um, my wife's uh, memorial death tree just oh. outside the tavern, uh, it's 
got kicked over. Knocked it over, and I don't know. Probably just been able to. Yeah, that was probably. I mean, I don't know anything. Probably just wind. Her remains um, were scattered. Here, eat this chocolate arrow. What? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know anything about that. Uh, Chunt, have you gotten any emails? I have. I got uh, several emails to chunt at gmail.com. Chunt, of course, with um, six Ds. Uh, I got an email here from Sammy Main. I think I'm saying that right. She says, hey, Chunt, long-time listener, first-time emailer. Just wondering something about your sexual proclivities, of course. Uh, is, is it possible for shapeshifters to only have sex for pleasure? Also, how does reproduction children factor into your process? And are there little chuntlets running around? Thanks so much. Oh, chuntlets. Hmm. Um, yeah, actually, with, uh, with shapeshifters, what happens is... Uh, you get um, you have one sperm. So I have in a vial around my neck, uh, oh. like a little chain. Uh, we we each get one sperm, which I keep in that vial. And the that's uh, what's in that vial. Mm-hmm. The one time that I want to have a child, we can only have one child. I will take that uh, sperm out of the vial, put it in my penis, and then the next person I uh, uh, have sex with will become pregnant. So uh-huh. it's a one-time deal. I have no. Um, you know, in the foreseeable future, I have no intention of using that sperm, but I always keep it on me just, you know, just in case, just, just in case you meet the one. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I got uh, an email from uh, Jeff Hansen, who says, please let Usador know that I'm pricking my finger with the rose of a thorn. Fucking idiot wizard. Sincerely, Jeff Hansen. Uh, what, what, why does that make me an idiot? Well, I think he, I think he's... Did he drop the blood into a still uh, pool of water, as I suggested? He probably missed to that. To speak to me? That step. But, you know, we've gotten... Of course, uh, let me... Uh, I, will, I will say this to you, uh, Mr. Hansen. Uh, another way to contact me is to whisper into an acorn and then bury it into the ground and then weep upon the ground where it is buried. Oh, wow. You know, we've gotten a lot of emails, actually, about people trying to contact you, Usador, and yes. not being able to. No. Uh, Elizabeth Clark says, hey, guys, uh, on one of the podcasts, Usador said that if we wanted to get in contact with him, we could look into a mirror and say his name three times. Well, That's I, right. Well, I tried it, and when it was over, I only saw myself. Does this mean that Usador and I are linked on some sort of cosmic subconscious plane? Could I be the female Earth equivalent of him? Or is it more like Twitter, where you see the people who attempt to make contact via mirror by saying your name three times, but simply refuse to respond? If the former, I may have to reevaluate my life decisions. If the latter, fuck you, I'm a healthy, extremely attractive 31-year-old woman who would have been willing to go with you on a crusade to destroy the Dark Lord, your loss. Oh, well, I'll check my mirror when I get home. <laughs> also, uh, I believe Butthole Juan can reach you by eating a bag of dicks. Is that right? <laughs> or really show uh, up the Vermilion Minotaur any fucking night. Yeah, of the just drop by. But you know, I think there, there, there's an, uh, some healthy, attractive, extremely attractive, this woman makes a point of saying, a woman trying to get in contact with you. Uh-huh. I think there's there are people out there that are really they want some of the Usador magic. I've oh, had something a little a little similar. I got an email here. Uh, it says, uh, "Hey boys, I'll get straight to the point. Can Chunt change into a human? And if so, does he look identical to them? Say, for example, he had coitus with a female redhead Brit. Brit? The... Is it like British? It's a okay. country. If he had uh, coitus with a female redhead Brit, would he become a redheaded lady, boobs and all? I'm creeping myself out. Cheers, Emily. Yeah, I mean, I would become whatever." She is. Guys, I think there are people in my world listening to this podcast that are becoming deeply attracted to you, too. I also got uh, on on Twitter someone named uh, Crash Test Karen says, what's Usador's type? Hashtag asking for a friend. Uh, that's all very flattering, but uh, I, I'm afraid there's little I can do about it. I'm here at food and they, uh, 
They are trapped upon Earth, this flat, boring world that we know nothing about. So I assume that uh, should they find their way here, they are certainly more than welcome to join my quest. <laughs> and anyone's welcome to join me at Makeout Point, and uh, I'll have a I do not recommend doing yeah, that. Yeah, people of Earth, if you come here, do not go to Makeout Point with Chunt. Usador, I think a lot of people are trying to get in touch with you, so maybe sometime this week we'll spend a little time on my computer and we'll try to set you up on Twitter. Me? Yeah. Well, uh, I, I don't want to twat. <laughs> well, okay, then, then, we won't, then we won't do it. Well, you think about it, and we'll see if... I'm very busy here in Foon. I don't have time for your, your nonsensical... Uh, 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 We'll see. All right. Uh, also, uh, give us good reviews on iTunes. And, you know, you can get Magic Tavern t-shirts, a uh, Usador shirt, a Chunt shirt, uh, just the logo of our show. Arnie and shirt? There is not, as far as I know, oh, an Arnie shirt. Surprise. There, I'm surprised. You, I'm shocked. So am I. Uh, I'm, there, shocked. I'm sure there will be one. I'm sure. I was thinking another design might be a man sitting for an entire week waiting to do this one show. Yeah, yeah that, that's or just true. a man shrugging, and it just says, "I don't want to talk about Earth stuff." Yeah, I, I like that one. Yeah, well, you can look for all of those things at Magic Tavern dot Ann Arbor T's T E E S. Is that how it's spelled? Great spelling. <laughs> dot com. Uh, and thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Otak. Thank you, Blemish. Thank Come you. Come to McShingle Shane Forest. Follow me. Follow me. Where did he go? Oh, he's sprinting. Jumped out the window. Pardon me while I finish this crossword puzzle. Hmm, four letters starting with R clue what the magic tavern isn't. Ah, yes, real. Chunt was played by, wait for it, don't wait any longer, Adel Rafai. Usador was played by Matt Young. Otak Barleyfoot was portrayed by Nick Bear. Special guest Blemish was played by Martin Wilson. Martin has no other performances to plug as he spends most time tending to his family with mixed results. Follow Martin on Twitter at Martin I. Wilson. Ah, yes. Wouldn't you know it, Glenn Miller and Spence were back with another song. They were played by Nick Gage and Meredith Stepien from the band Jim and the Povolos. Their song, Seven Dragons and a Baby, was a cover of the song that listener Matt Mador sent in a few weeks back. I think I still have it here somewhere. Here it is. Seven dragons. All right, that's enough of that. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Evan Jakover, and Ryan DeGiorgi. Edited by Ryan DeGiorgi. Music by Andy Poland. Hello from the Magic Tavern logo by Allard LeBan. Learn more about the show and see for yourself how it's not real because it's fake at hellofromthemagictavern.com or follow us on Twitter at Magic Tavern. Don't forget that Hello From The Magic Tavern has a Facebook page. What could be further proof that none of this is really happening? This wondrous ball of lies was brought to you by Field Notes with the help of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Learn more about Field Notes at fieldnotesbrand.com and the Chicago Podcast Cooperative at chicagopodcastcoop.com. And the baby makes them waffles. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. 
Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.